Well, hello, 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 everyone. Here we are, back again. We're back at it, baby. Random schedule in full effect. We're just dropping in whenever we, whenever we please. You never know when we're going to show up. Much like the publisher's clearinghouse minivan. But unfortunately, we don't have a we don't have a big check for you guys. <laughs> if we did have a big check, it would not be worth anything at all. It would no. literally just Mm-mm. be a giant piece of foam board. <laughs> yeah, we we have no money. It would say, <laughs> "Pay to the order to our loyal listener to the amount of our eternal love and gratitude." And then in the memo line, it would say, "Thanks for listening." Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that would be valuable to some people, though, right? Just a, a check of gratitude. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe we should try that with, like, bills and stuff. Just give a check of gratitude. <laughs> I appreciate your services. Amount appreciation. To the electric company, <laughs> I send my undying appreciation for keeping the lights on. <laughs> You are forever in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try this. I want to see, like, maybe they would, you know, because I, I don't think anyone's ever really done this, right? So. I don't think so. Maybe this if, could be the start of a beautiful social experiment. Yeah. It really could be. The gratitude project. <laughs> and then off of that, uh, a nonprofit could form called the Gratitude Foundation. That just oh wow! Writes checks of gratitude and appreciation. <laughs> yeah, nothing but appreciation in our book. Yeah, we're we're very appreciative. I gotta tell you, uh, we're appreciative of really of all you fans for sticking around, especially in such a such a scary, weird time we're in right now. With mm-hmm. you know, we got the coronavirus going on. Um, I would just like to let everyone know that. We are not taking this sitting down. Um, Brian and I have both quarantined. Yes. So we are, we're quarantined so much that we are recording in two different places in the country. That's right. I got to tell you, I, I, like right before we started to record, I started coughing. <laughs> I heard that cough, but you reassured yeah. me that it was a dry cough. Yeah. Don't worry. It's dry. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's just a dry cough. Don't worry. You know, that sounds like famous last words to me. Yeah, I, I know. But I mean, I, it is a scary time. You know, we got we got the corona dis- disease. We got the horniona virus. And don't I, forget, I got a free. We've had cheeseburger flu going. Yeah, yeah, all at the same time. And I got a freaking blood clonk. <laughs> It's just no, it's no good for me. Yeah. You know, people people have been getting the hornionavirus, but I've had the hernionavirus and I I've actually had that removed from my body, so Well, that's good that there's treatment available. I think that's Yeah. Unfortunately, that's though, like I'm I'm worried about your blood clonk and how like how are the doctors going to declonk your system? You know, it's a, it's a slow process. I'm on uh I'm on some medication for it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, I just, they're, they're just saying the hope is that the clonk will clear up on its own with the help of the medication. And then hopefully I won't get any more clonks, but I guess we'll see. It sounds like the doctors are running a run out the clonk situation. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> that is exactly what's going on. And I, I hope it's working. <laughs> I, I hope too. they really are running out the clonk. <laughs> Hashtag run out the clonk. And I really hope the clonk will start to run out on this uh, coronavirus as well. Yeah. Because uh, scary times. I might even have to, you know, I, as we know, I am a, a nationally renowned professional comedian. Okay. I'm an expert in the field. Yeah, that's true. And there's a show that I'm putting together next it's next Saturday, but the way things are looking right now, I might have to cancel the show, which goes against everything that I've learned in showbiz and comedy. You know, the if show may, must go on, like if we I always may, say. Would you please enlighten us with a quick lesson? I mean, we know that the show must go on, but... Surely there's some more wisdom that you could impart on us as being oh, sure. I I think let's let's just step into the hallowed halls of comedy masterclass. It's time for comedy masterclass with internationally renowned dipshit Brian Anderson. All right, folks, today's lesson, this might be the most important lesson that you'll ever learn in comedy. Okay, this is like, this is the one that you need to remember. All right, you need to hold this close to your heart. And anytime you're preparing to get on stage, you need to know about this, okay? Let me tell you what it is. You never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, ever Wear shorts on stage. Wow. You don't do it. You simply cannot do it. And I'll tell you what, if you're a real professional like me, you just never wear shorts no matter what. You can never allow shorts to touch your body. Yes. Okay, if you do, you're not a comedian. Okay, you're not a freaking comic. I don't know what you are. Where where are the decorum in shorts? Yeah. You want to come to my club, you know, my prestigious comedy club. If you're going to come to my prestigious comedy club, you better look and act like a comic, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means no shorts at any time. If I, if I ever even hear about you wearing shorts from someone, like if someone tells me, oh, yeah, I was hanging out with whoever and they were wearing shorts, guess what? You're not you're not getting booked at my club, baby. Dunzo. And I'm going to make sure that every other club owner, every other casino owner, you know, everybody that books shows, they're all going to know that you wore shorts once. Let's not forget, you are the road dog who works <laughs> yeah. 438 days a year. Yeah, easily. You do 9,000 casino shows in a week. Yes. If if Brian 
tells them that you're wearing shorts, that's it. You're never yeah, going to work done. in this galaxy again. No. Yeah, that's it for you. D- yeah. Do do not wear shorts. If I find out that a comic has worn shorts before, do you know what I do? I I have a, a vast connection or a vast a vast network of connections. Okay? That I reach out to at a moment's notice and I say, "Hey, guess what? Guess who was wearing shorts?" And then yeah. boom, that's it. Yeah. That's your that's your career. That's bye your bye. shot at the big time. You're done. You wear shorts once, you're done. Don't even think about it. No, don't even think about it. Thank you for that lesson. That was that was an important one to learn. Oh, it's very yeah, that that's the one you gotta know. Never do it. You coward. I don't care how hot it is. Say 150 degrees out. So what? Are you a are you a comic? Or are you uh uh a, a friggin' little hot baby. Which one are you? Okay? Act yeah. act like a friggin' comic. Thank okay? you. Thank okay? Okay? Yeah. Don't fucking come around me in shorts. Unbelievable. The nerve of some of these comics. The entitlement, really. Yeah. I mean... Unbelievable. Shorts. Shorts. You know, Unreal. you know what, you know what gets shorts is my temper when I see shorts on stage. Oh yes, yeah. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I won't even let. I will make sure you can't even do comedy at an open mic if you wear shorts. No, that's it. Not a single open mic in the entire country, even in the entire world. If yeah. I hear that you wore shorts on stage once, you are done. That's it. You're done. You're gone. I'm never have fun working at the bakery or whatever you do. (laughs) Okay, because you're not getting back up on my stage again. And guess what, bitch? All the world's a stage. Think about that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think we should. I think we should probably move on. Let the listeners just digest that lesson. Yeah, that's a it's a big one. It's an important one. So give yourself some time, you know, to think on that. Before you get um, up on stage. While you're digesting, please wait 40 minutes before you hop into the Listener Lagoon with us. Oh! Just a little lagoon, swim humor. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Listener Lagoon is pretty empty, and I think I know why. Quarantine. Is it the quarantine? Yep. It's the quarantine. Well, I mean, at least we're being safe. That's stay safe, stay healthy. Yeah, you know, you know just I'm, keep I'm, assessing I'm, the situation. I'm very glad that people are monitoring the situation and being cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get a few voicemails, so uh, let's just let's dive right in and see see what these listeners have to say. Are you on the phone already? Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, hello. Are you a shark? Are you a shark, man? Hello, are you on the phone already? I'm sorry. You know, I never would think or would have thought that 
a celebrity would call us. Uh, who knew that Mrs. Doubtfire loved our show so much? Wow. You know, I thought for a second that may have been Peppa Pig, but I think you're right. That was Mrs. Doubtfire. They have very similar voices. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I think it was Mrs. Doubtfire. I could even hear the whipped cream on her face, you know, as she was saying, Hello! Yeah, I saw the kids running around in the background. I could picture it all in my head. Yeah, and I could even faintly hear Dude Looks Like a Lady from Aerosmith playing in the background, which everyone knows she loves to clean house to. Yes. You know what was a really good joke from that movie? What's How that? she almost kept she almost kept getting caught by the kids. Oh, that she yeah. wasn't <laughs> that she <laughs> that she wasn't really Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> What a classic prank. What a, that was good. What a whimsical farce. Yeah. Well, Mrs. Doubtfire, welcome to the show. Thank you for yeah, calling. Yeah, thanks, thanks for calling, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, we are, in a way, on the phone. Um, we're on a super secure line from one quarantine facility to another. Yes. So, yeah, we are on the phone. Thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> hey, Brian and Dirk! What's your favorite song? <laughs> is that Bobcat Goldthwait? Yeah. <laughs> the stars come out for OMG So Random. Hee hee. Wow. Yeah, Miss Doubtfire. Now we got Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, what's what, my favorite song? That's such a hard question to answer. That's a that's a really hard question to answer. Uh, man, uh, well, there is this new genre of music that I've been getting into lately. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it uh, it sounds a lot like military marches all the time. It's called troop music. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, I've just been uh jamming to some troop music lately. It's one about a about a Washington machine, you know, it's some real patriotic stuff. Well, in times like this, that that can be very comforting. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's me it's helping me to feel like a big strong boy. I flex my muscles when I listen to it and I march around. I I I assume you do some 07s. Oh, yeah. That's that's a that's the hottest dance move to do when you're listening to the uh, <laughs> to the troop music. You know the O seven. Yeah. Wow. I I'm really interested in uh, in hearing some of this troop music. What what's the band name? Well, there's a couple. It's a couple yeah. bands in the in the in the troop music field. Okay. Uh, there's there's the Flag Respecters. They got <sighs> some good stuff. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There's uh the Sirs. Classic name. Sirs, you know, they put they put out yeah, they put out a good album last year. Um one of my favorites right now is uh <laughs> Quainon Wayans and the Conspiracy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> really good stuff. They're the ones that do the Washington machine song. Okay. You gotta yeah. hear this. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hear this, I'm telling you. Well it's good um, stuff. Maybe maybe if we can uh, we can try to get uh, a clip to play next time we record. It's a good idea. 
Yeah. 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 I would love to. I would love to. We could have a nice more people to. Yeah, like a nice troop music feature. Yeah. Yeah. Troop music corner. <laughs> yeah. So well, get your O seven yeah. arm ready because we're we're going to celebrate this country. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I love troop okay. music. Wow. I'm excited to hear this Washington Machine song. It sounds incredibly patriotic. Yeah, it's a banger and a boop. <laughs> hey, if there's one thing that the kids love these days, it's a boop. Oh, yeah. They love boops. Um, well, uh, I, I don't even know. I don't know where to begin for my favorite song. Um, obviously, um, since 1997, my favorite song has been My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. I think yes. that's everybody's favorite song. Oh, yeah. Um, and my heart still does go on for the love story of Jack and Rose. Um, but right now, you know, I've, I've really been getting into, I don't even know what the name of the genre is. Um, but it's, it's very high energy and it's a beautiful fusion of high tempo club music and, country hootenanny oh uh, wow yeah uh the song is called poppin an oak <gasps> yes and nothing nothing brings me out of the darkest despairs quite like old poppin an oak oh man old poppin an oak i gotta tell you that song slaps you want to talk about a boop this yeah. is this is a boop with the B as the Bitcoin symbol, and the other letters are in pure gold. That's how much of a boop yeah. it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it whips sack. Oh, my God. It's a God. good one. It, it really gets the... Uh, it slaps so hard. Yeah. It gets the bass bumping, for sure. Makes my booty shake. Yeah, like, I, I can't even control my own booty. Like as soon as that song comes on, it's just like, yeah, I'm having, I'm having booty spasms. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't be within twenty four feet of anyone if, if that song comes on. I will plow them over because my booty is spasming so hard to old popping an oak. So that's my boop. That's my song. Yeah. Um, but obviously also my heart will go on always. And yeah. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith too. It's a, oh, like it's hell an honorable yeah. Me- that's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. That's a great one. All right. Let's, uh, let's listen to this last voicemail. Hello. Uh, this is Bume. I am calling about your smart friend and, and your friend. The great Burati. Burati. Now, this is very important. This man owes me a lot of money. <gasps> oh no. I don't have a home. I don't have a house. <gasps> I go to the hospital. The hospital. And I don't have 
me money to kill them. And, and what? And my legs are broken because I am a pume and I live on the street. And Brati, Brati, he owes me a lot of money. Oh no! So, Brati, you this, this man, please tell him, Brati, that Bume is looking for him. And I will get my money. Wow. <laughs> well, I have no idea what nationality Bume is. I barely understood anything he said. <laughs> t- there's a couple times he sounded like he was like Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my money. <laughs> Ja. <laughs> uh, that's 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 bad news. You know, Barati is in trouble. Maybe this this quarantine of Italy is working out in his favor. Right, this guy's looking for him, and uh, luckily, our friend Barati can't leave Italy. Yeah, all he can do is stay home at Papa Gigio's wife. <laughs> He's my wife, a Papa Gigio, my wife. <laughs> Uh, my my son, a Cambuccio. <laughs> my son, a Cambuccio. He good boy, but he run away and join Antifio. Oh no! <laughs> Do you think Cambuccio uh, joined Antifio before the lockdown, and oh. now he's sailing the high seas with Antifio, causing chaos? <laughs> Listening to just Tupac hope- Shakurio. I just hope that if he is doing that, that, you know, they're far away from the disease. Barati, yeah. I'm not sure. You know, yeah. Barati's in Italy, you know. Just at all times, Barati will never be out of Italy. You know, I I thought I did hear him say the other day, I, I cough on my wife, but it's okay. A, a dry a cough. <laughs> it's a dry <laughs> It's a dry, uh, like a Michael Zone. <laughs> and no worries, because my wife, she okay, my cough is a dry. <laughs> and my wife, my wife mad at me because I'm uh, having a romantic relation with a Carlson. <laughs> my cough is a dry, like a big pizza pie, I'm Borati. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Eh, Borati, bellissimo. My son, Cambuccio. Oh, come back, oh, come Cambuccio. <laughs> you stay away from the Antifio. <laughs> eh, my son, Cambuccio. He's a very good boy, but he go. He go wrong. He go run off and join Antifio. <laughs> and my wife very upset about our son, Cambuccio. <laughs> Poor Barati. He's going through a lot right now. He's got the, the virus all around him. His son ran away to join Antifio. Yeah. He cough on his oh, wife. man. And... But thankfully, it's a dry cough. It's dry. So. It's a dry. 
Thank, thank God his cough is dry. Yeah. Oh, Borati, we're thinking about you. And hopefully, what what was that guy's name? Boume? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Okay, I don't want to sound insensitive to a, another man who's also down on his luck. But it sounds like Boumet's not going to get very far because both his legs... Did he say both his legs are broken? Did I understand that correctly? I, I, I don't know. I, it was hard to understand his, ever, his ever-shifting accent. Also, I'm surprised that in a country like France, he, he couldn't get healthcare. But um, right. Boumet, you, you've got your own set of problems. I'd say just let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, just just worry about yourself for now, Boume. If if this escalates, let me tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go into my bedroom, okay, and I'm going to put my head under the covers, and I'm going to put a lot of mascara on, and I'm going to record a video, <laughs> crying, saying "Leave Borati alone." Yeah. He and should, I'm going to yes. send it Please. to Boume. <laughs> That's the only way things will stop. Yeah. Oh, I almost feel like Boume is bullying him at this point. Yeah. Boume should be bole, if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, it's me, Borati. I'm a being a bullied by a Boume. <laughs> and if there's one thing we don't tolerate here on the show, it's bullies. So That's right. Sashay away, Boume. <laughs> Zero tolerance policy here. Yeah. Well, um, I think this would be a good time to pivot and, you know, just talk about Sir. Speaking of yeah, sir, good idea. Let me tell you about Sir. Speaking of Sir. Let me tell you about Sir. Sir. Speaking of Sir. We're going to talk about Sir. Sir. Speaking of Sir. The following statements are not endorsed by Dirk or Brian or OMG so random. He he. They advise extreme caution and always monitor the situation. So we've been talking a lot about coronavirus. Um, you know, we're we're a little worried. That's why we're monitoring the situation. That's right. But there's one person in this country who is not afraid at all. And that man is Sir. Mm-hmm. Sir doesn't give a rip about coronavirus Mm-mm. he's he's not afraid of a tiny little virus Mm-mm. a tiny you know, little foreign virus by do the way. you know how much bigger sir is than a stupid little virus sir would suck the virus out of your veins yeah and and just spit it right out and he would never even be sick yeah he'd spit it out and then he would do a a tap dance on it to just smush it into the ground. Mm-hmm. It's really remarkable how much Sir knows about all this. Yeah. You know, just about the disease, about everything. Well, you know how he got to be so knowledgeable. <clears throat> How's that? He did his own research. That's right. That is right. That's the... You know, that's why... I started to feel a little bit better about things. I did my own research about all this. Yeah. Do your own research. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right there. Just do your own research, just like Sir. Yeah. And, and guess what? You'll be a genius, too. 
Yeah, look, it doesn't matter what doctors say. It doesn't matter what health professionals say. It doesn't matter, you know, if they want to call it a little, a little pandemic. Oh, it's a, we got a little pandemic. Uh, who are you, man? More like, like have a you done your pandemic. Own, like, yeah. Have you, have you done your own research? Because I have, okay? I've done my own research, and uh, I'm not, uh, uh, it's like, it's, it's what, a little cold? Oh, no, I got a yeah. little sniffles. Ooh. Cough, cough. Yeah. Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. It's a teeny tiny Dude. little doofy little foreign virus. Yeah. Come on, do your, it's not an American virus, you know? That was the number one thing on my research that I found. Yeah. This is not an American virus. Do you know how much stronger an American virus would be? It'd be yeah. such a powerful virus. It would be the strongest virus you could be, could imagine. Mm-hmm. Just like just like all Americans are. You know, we're yeah. just we're so strong, we're powerful. We know how to do our own research. We are literally unstoppable. So, and there's you know nothing why? nothing to worry about with Sir and coronavirus. Yeah, no. You know why we're so unstoppable? Because when we did our own research, we found something. We found something. It turns out that all you have to do is go for one little cycle in your washing machine, or as true patriots call it, mm-hmm. a Washington machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that one cycle, that'll cure you, that'll prevent it. You will not catch this silly little foreign virus if you just go for a ride. Yeah, hop in, get the soap in, close it in, go for a fun little ride. It's even it's fun. We're having yeah. fun doing it. Yeah, spin your way to health. I, <laughs> you it spin sounds at pretty some high speeds, but yeah, it's great. You know, we did our own research. We're we're fine. We're already cured <laughs> from this silly foreign virus. Tell you what, I feel much, much better. Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel good now. Yeah, I, I, I feel at ease. I feel calm. Um, I'm, I'm going to step into my Washington machine just as a precaution later yeah. on. You sure, know, I'm not, I'm not worried that I'm going to get the virus. No. I'm just, you know, it's, it's called preemptive strike. All right, yes. I'm doing a preemptive strike on this dumb little virus. Like a true patriot would do. Yeah, exactly. We're going to bomb this virus. We are going to shoot this virus. Yes. With our American guns. Plow, 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 plow. Just like that. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, I almost feel like I have to do a disclaimer now. I don't want to curse myself. I don't actually believe any of that. <laughs> uh, and uh, actually, be careful, please. <laughs> should we? Should we record a a serious disclaimer? <laughs> Brian and Dirk do not endorse the following. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> I think that counts. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> I am doing a very good job of monitoring the situation, I gotta say. 
I'm yeah. using a magnifying glass and I am That's monitoring good. it very closely. That's all you can do, really. You know, I might even put the situation under a microscope later. Who knows? What if we put the situation through the randomizer? Yes. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Cumberland Posey. Cumberland Posey. Mm. Sounds like a ham. Let's see. <laughs> nope, it's not a ham. Um, according to Wikipedia, I hope you're ready for this. I hope you're sitting down. Okay. Cumberland Cum Willis Posey Jr. was an Amer- American baseball player, manager, and team owner in the Negro Leagues, as well as a professional basketball player and team owner. The man's nickname was Cum. Yeah, I was going to ask, why did you say Cumberland Cum? His nickname was Cum? C-U-M. Yeah. This guy's <laughs> nickname was, like, people, just everyone called him Cum? Yeah. Hey, Cum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, what a name! What a nickname! How do you end up? Well, obviously it's because it's Cumberland, but don't you think like maybe we just call him something else? I guess not. You know, for a, for a, a short time in his early life, um, he he was given the title of captain for one of his early teams, and he was given the nickname Cap. Posey. Um, but then later on, he just became good old cum. <laughs> the ball seemed to really stick to the mitt. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Cum Posey. What, what else do you say to cum Posey? <laughs> I just like, that's like, get, like uh, ending up with the nickname like piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey piss <laughs> throw me the I mean, ball dick, piss dick is bad enough right like that yeah. that's like that's almost like just if you're richard like uh, just don't be a richard i guess right you know right but uh but come come yeah i get a bit yeah. like poo poo Yeah, exactly. I mean, I want to know the who's the person who decided Cumberland's too much to say. Right. Drop the Berland. <laughs> it's cleaner. Just say come. Come here, come. Yeah. Just imagine like yelling that, come. Get over here, come. <laughs> I need to see you, come. <laughs> <laughs> Come to my window. (laughs) Come! Just like anytime you're yelling at him. Yeah, imagine being at a baseball game. And (laughs) coming up to bat, it's Cumberland Composey. And the entire audience, go come! (laughs) Go come! Let's go come! Come, come, come. We want come. We want come. 
Give me a C. Give me a U. Give me an M. What does that spell? Come. Do you think there's ever... So, imagine there was a We Want Come chant. Okay. (laughs) Do you think there was ever a time when, like, an opposing team didn't know... There's a guy named Come on the other team. And they're like, what? What? (laughs) These are the horniest fans I've ever played in front of. Oh my God. Do you think Austin Powers (laughs) radicalized this family into naming the kid Come? You know what would be a groovy idea, baby? Call him Come. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh wow! I can't believe. You know, I thought I thought Austin Powers only radicalized us in the '90s, but maybe it goes back further than we even realize. You know, I think we may need to do our own research on this. And I do think we need to do our own research. You're right. Yeah, because this could be a much more sinister situation than we first thought. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, Austin Powers just happens to show up in the 1990s and makes us <laughs> makes us all horny. But and what if he's been, been horny ever since? But what if what if he's been showing up all throughout history? That freaking sicko. He radicalized a family into naming their son Cum. Yeah. He made baseball fans chant, we want come. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. This Powers guy, is, he's sick. Come is filling up the bases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's sick. It's gross. And all the more reason for him to be incarcerated. Absolutely. Yeah, I I really want to dive into this and do my own research and see what I can find. Yeah, you got to sometimes. Well, actually, most times, anytime there's anything, you know, that happens. Yeah, you just got you got to do your own research. Never, never, ever like, like never. If someone tells you something that's a fact, don't listen to it. No, don't listen. Do to your it. own research. Please do your own research. Simply must. We insist that you do your own research this instant. Uh, yeah, Just do uh, your own research. Quick shout out to Giarninia Milady as well. Yeah, she got back with her boo, um, Giarninia Milady uh, is. Uh, it's doing well, and I'm so glad to see that. Oh my god! We all are. But actually, don't don't just side with us. Do your own research about it, okay? Yeah, please do your own research. <laughs>